the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Um, listen, full stop. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. That's right, babies. It will soon be here, okay? <laughs> That's my attempt at a Kamala impersonation. I'm much better at Christine Blasey Ford. I was much better at my Christine Blasey Ford impersonation. Hey, I am Andrea Kay, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. And right now, in hour two of tonight's Andrea Kay show, um, that gal is just the gift that keeps on giving. She, I think she might be my nominee for Hero of the Week. That's uh, tomorrow night. We've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Uh, 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on any of tonight's um, topics or anything else on your mind. You know, I forgot to ask last night, we, we started putting it out there and we've gotten some calls on our 24 hour hotline and in which we'd like to play on tomorrow night's show. But we want to hear from you live or on our 24 hour hotline. What does 4th of July mean to you? We've got, it, it, it should mean a lot sitting, considering how excited everybody is over these rulings from SCOTUS that are, that are all about a return to our constitution, our, the, the fact that we're a republic of states and states' rights and giving the votes and the power back to the people at the local level. So um, everybody should be jacked and excited for this Independence Day, except for how it might be putting the crimp on you and your hot dog budget. So we're going to talk about that uh, coming up in the next segment, the economics of 4th of July. Um. We, you and I have already had our debate on hot dogs, so, but uh, we've got to share some more information with you on the on economics, including what Joe Biden has to say about anybody who says that things aren't really dang good right now economically. Um, what did the assistant HHS secretary Levine have to say? What did he call? Yeah, I use the word he. What did he call people who opposed transgenderism in children? Um, we're going to get to that in, in a moment. Um and then later on in the show, um, we've actually got some other comments. We, we, we've got, at the same time, everybody's excited over what's happening with the return of our rights from SCOVID, uh, SCOVID, <laughs> uh, from SCOTUS. Um, did y'all really think that the COVID crackdowns and the tyranny was gone? That was gone, gone bye-bye? You think it's like our, our guest, um, Bonner Cohen said in the last segment, the left never, never stops pushing. They just shift, right? And that's been the case with COVID. So we've got some breaking news to share with you guys on the COVID uh, shot mandate front. Before I go any further, I got to rem- remind you guys who's with me in house. In the house, it's DJ Potato Skins. 
And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as DJ Potato Skins did last year. It's funny because it's true. Still thinking about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's funny because I sent Skins this clip earlier because Top, Top Gun Maverick is well over a billion dollars at the, at the movies, right? Everybody's still loving this movie. Not everybody's seen it as many times as Skins has seen it. Um, but there's somebody did a really funny video taking the classic scene from the original Top Gun and the scene in which all the the Top Gun candidates, Ice and, you know, uh, Mav and, you know, Goose is sitting next to him. And they're all in this briefing room when Tom Skerritt first comes in. Um, call sign. I don't know. What was Tom Skerritt's call sign? Viper. No, was he Viper? He was he was Viper. When call sign Viper, Tom Skerritt comes in and he's introducing himself to the guys and gentlemen, Top Gun is, you know, and then he like tells him how amazing what's going to happen at the school. And, you know, this the scene where he looks at the back of the room, you know, these are the names of the previous Top Gun uh, pilots here in this school. Do any of you imagine your name being up on there, right? Y'all, y'all know that whole scene. Somebody did a video of that, taking that and in, in, uh, uh, dubbing over Tom Skerritt's character, basically welcoming them and all of their fabulous non-binary pronouns uh, to the equation. And that basically Top Gun is all about And it, the, um, how did they put it? I don't remember how. how you came in woke and we're going to. We're going to make you more woke. (laughs) And uh, the new movie title is Bottom Gun. It was pretty funny. Very funny. And, you know, it's and I'm glad that we can have a laugh because what's going on with all this wokeness is actually really hurting kids in this country. And they're doubling down on it to the point in which the assistant HHS secretary Levine um, has accused anybody who's opposing the transgendering of kids. And I'm talking about, he's referring to anybody who opposes giving them puberty blockers and putting them on a course of mutilating their bodies, which is permanent. He's referring to anybody who opposes that as bigots. That's what they're calling us. And we cannot, this is the kind of crap that's worked on the, for the left in the past. Back years ago, when we first started, started wanting immigration laws to be enforced, we hated brown people. Um, if we didn't want, if we, we wanted, um, people, we didn't want entitlement programs to be out of control. We wanted people to work for a paycheck. Then we just, we hated poor people, right? You know, the routine, it used to be called political correctness that they would hit us over the head with the PC stick. Right. Um, and it worked. The Republican party backed off because nobody wants to be called a racist, right? Remember the, the, the race card was just played all over the place and nobody wanted to be called a racist. And, you know, if you're a person of a good heart, you know, you want to be kind to people, you want to show love to people. And it's been taken advantage of, taken advantage of before I keep, was there something you wanted to say? Yeah, we, I, I was just going to say, we should have just, we t- should have taken the fight to them then because we could have stopped it. Yeah. And now uh, it's their, their cultural Marxist movement has made such progress that it now involves destroying little children for power. And, um, as much as success as we've made in starting to push back their ground movement has made, um, has made, such progress that the percentage of children that now want to transition is skyrocketing in this country. So what they do is they go to these kids and, you know, they push them and, and into this. And then, and then they go to five-year-olds, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds, and they go, have you ever thought about being a girl or whatever? And then of course, uh, 
they're recruiting into this. And then as they recruit and they get more people, more kids online with this, then particularly the tweens are going through that awkward stage like JLo's kid, Emmy. And then they go, see, look at this percentage of, of kids out there. If you oppose this, then you don't love them. And then you're a bigot. That's the game that's being played at the children's expense. These comments made by uh, Rachel Levine um, were made at some pride month town hall. Um, and this involved Florida. And, and of course they're continuing to go after Florida because the Republican who's been most uh fierce about and courageous in pushing back against all the different areas in which they're trying to to uh, destroy our country has been florida this event was in florida um i we've got a department of health and homeland security person the 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 dh my understanding of this department is also like the energy department. Granholm is is in violation, was found, Secretary Granholm of the energy department was found in violation of the Hatch Act the other day because she mentioned, she she in the course of her discussing something about energy, she actually said we should be glad Democrats were in power. And she was found in violation by the Biden administration of the Hatch Act because heads of, of these departments are not supposed to at least appear openly political. And yet here we've got the the assistant HHS secretary going around speaking at these political events, pushing far left kookery, child abuse, and efforts that are involved in pedophilia, because that's part of what this movement's about, the sexualizing of children by the Department of Homeland Security. Case in point of of in spite of the progress that's been made by DeSantis, by Governor Yunkin in Virginia, I want you to hear a clip of a, quote, educator, an elementary school teacher who's laughing about intentionally trying to confuse children. I'm not really sure what grade this is, Skins, um, but it's shocking because the girl she's describing in the video is quite young. Please play clip four. A kid today looks at me and goes, are you a boy or a girl? And I was like, oh, no. What do you think? To which she said, oh. A girl. And I was like, oh, why do you think that? Uh, because you have a girl's voice. To which I looked at her and went, okay, and what if I drop it an octave? And she just went. So you're a boy? And ran off. Jamie, confusing children since the who knows when she ends it with who knows effing when this is what's out there talking to your kids every day the way in which this alleged human being this alleged educator describes her encounter with his with his child is is, displays such a hatred and a contempt for these children they hate traditional America. They hate children that are being brought up in homes that actually think that a girl born is a girl is a girl. And and by the way, I don't know who this person is, but this person should have already been relieved of duties because this person is basically admitting to mental manipulation, psychological abuse. That's what this is. When you attempt to confuse another human being, you're gaslighting them. You're making them question reality. This is indoctrination of the worst kind. 
And yes, this is child abuse, in my opinion. And if you look and if you see this video and you look and see this individual, no wonder the kid asked, are you a boy or a girl? The confusion begins with the shaved head, the intentionally chosen male clothing on, a, on a, an obvious woman. So everything about this person who claims to be an educator and a teacher is not meant to teach. It's meant to confuse, to manipulate, and to destroy the minds of young people. And we need to be pushing back hard. Let me tell you, if this was anybody in charge of my kid in a school, I don't think they'd be returning to the classroom tomorrow. In fact, I know they wouldn't. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue with some gaslighting. Not because I would do anything physically harmful, mind you. But because I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be maneuvering and I'd be empowering a kind of rally to where the school against the school board of this individual, where this person would be, would be ready to resign from their position. Speaking of gaslighting, Joe Biden's doing it with inflation. Y'all know how much it's going to cost you to host a July 4th party this weekend? We're going to tell you. Come on back. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. (laughs) It'll be here better than before. Okay, yesterday is gone. Yesterday is gone. Okay, it's gone. (laughs) And listen, full stop, it is gone. Yeah. Just like your 401k. Ooh, nice transition. It it is gone. (laughs) And you know what? They're laughing just like Kamala at the misery going on in this country. And make no mistake about it, they are. They need you miserable. They need you broke. They need you unable to pay for the gas in your car because they hope that that's going to break you and make you sell your home and make you move into some, uh, your family of six into a one bedroom, bedroom apartment somewhere to where you have to bike to your job. That's what they want. They want you so miserable trying to buy a chicken that you can roast or a pack of hot dogs that you can put on a grill that you're going to no longer eat meat or eat burgers because of cow. Can I say cow? F-A-R-T-S's. Well, you just pretty much did. (laughs) Cow gas. (laughs) Right? That's what's going on here. We talked to Bonner Cohen about the EPA ruling from SCOTUS, and he was talking about, you know, the the left never gives up and how they want to force you in the electric vehicles there, here, and here. They also want to force you to eat their bio-manufactured meat. Never happening. Yes, never going to happen. Right? Well, how are they going to make it try to make it happen? is that uh, this is according to the Farm Bureau that remember last year when the White House tried to tell y'all that your um, that your the cost actually for a Fourth of July barbecue was down 16 cents. I mean, I don't know what kind of cheap hot dog full of what pig parts or whatever they were using to kind of calculate the, the 16 cent discount. But it's actually up, I think it's up $20 for the typical July 4th meal. Um, and, and I actually don't even need, I actually don't even, uh, don't even necessarily believe this because how can it be that with the package sizes down into half? I mean, I don't eat ice cream, but I, wa- I was going through the frozen foods recently and I saw these, it, it jumped out at me how small these ice cream containers Just were. Just like the bread. They, weren't they usually gallon sizes? Gallon sizes. Now the price is higher. 
then I noticed and that they were half for, as much and half as much. So I'm not even believing these numbers that the cost for um, a barbecue is now. Um, and I've also seen Andrea, you go to like, you buy like tortillas, whatever. And it, I mean, they're thin, so it's hard to tell, but you get less in a package. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Because I, lo- I love these um, tortillas that have a lot of flaxseed in them. Uh-huh. They're about $5 for a package. There's now like five of them inside the package instead, instead of, like, of like eight. Or- yeah, eight or 10. Oh, yeah. So it, the, the shrinkflation is huge as well. <clears throat> uh, it's now going to cost um, about on average $69 for their favorite Independence Day cookout foods. Um, and that's, you know, depending on if you can afford the gas to drive to the park, if you're, if you're going to take it out, you know, cause a lot of times people like their 4th of July to be their, their, um, cookouts to be at a park so that they can watch, you know, the, the fireworks. Right. And in San Diego, when I used to go drive and, and sit and watch the fireworks, you'd have to sit in your car a long time in traffic to try to get out. Who can afford that at $7? You can't afford to sit in the traffic now. Like if you go, used to go to the top of Soledad, it's insane. But if you question anything about the economy, then you're not paying attention. Then Biden's got some words for you. In spite of the fact that today, as of today, our stocks are down uh, 20%. This is the worst first six months of a year since 1970. But here's what Joe Biden had to say about it. Skins clip seven. They do not think that you haven't found one person, one world leader to say America's going backwards. America's better positioned to lead the world than we ever have been. We have the strongest economy in the world. Our inflation rates are lower than other nations in the world. The one thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court of the United States on overruling not only Roe v. Wade, but essentially challenging the right to privacy. We've been a leader in the world in terms of personal rights and privacy rights, and it is a mistake in my view, for the Supreme Court to do what it did. But I have not seen anyone come up to me do anything other than, nor have you heard them say anything other than, thank you for America's leadership. You've changed the dynamic of NATO and the G7. So I, uh, I can understand why the American people are frustrated because of what the Supreme Court did. I can understand why the American people are frustrated because of inflation. But inflation is higher in almost every other country. Prices in the pump are higher in almost every other country. We're better positioned to deal with this than anyone, but we have a way to go. And the Supreme Court, we have to change that decision by codifying Roe v. Wade. Real quick question, Andrea. Yes. What does Roe v. Wade and uh, the you know your stance on abortion have to do with inflation? Absolutely nothing. But what but what they are panicked about and what they know is that as he's trying to gaslight us about inflation, and by the way, I don't care how much worse it is in other countries. It's always supposed to be worse economically in every other country than the United States of America. That's why so many people are supposed to be coming here, because this great experiment that was about limited government, a free market, individual liberty, not a centralized system of power and, and the centralized system of power. Um, a lot, how do I say it this way? Um, people think that it's like when I hear conservatives say, or like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm socially liberal, um, but fiscally conservative. There's no such thing because it's the social domestic issues that are killing us. Our country was not founded on all of this with the government's role to be 
taxing you to death and taxing you to death and over-regulating you and printing money and printing money and manipulating our, our economy um, and, and the way that it is. We become the greatest force for good in this country, the greatest economic superpower, which led to us being the greatest military superpower because we did not have all this economic crap that's happening go, go, going on in our country. Of course, it's worse everywhere else. It's supposed to be. But the problem is... As the left is continuing to take us down the road to this one world order, new world order, one world government, globalism crap, we are sinking down to the level of every other crap hole country around the world. And they want to deflect from that. They don't want the American people to be reminded of that. They want to tell us everything's great. And then they want to get you upset about abortion so that you will, you will join them and destroying this country and flushing us down the toilet. Over Roe v. Wade. That's what the game plan is. And you know what? The left can say they dislike Trump or, you know, that, you know, they, they hate him for whatever reason. But you cannot deny that this nation had the greatest economy it has ever had under his leadership. We would already be flushed and be toast if, if it, it wasn't was not, for him, if it wasn't for the foundation. And they want to take us there. And we have to be smart enough. I, I see all these people, typically limousine liberals, typically the Hollywood limousine liberal type, uh, just so outraged at Ro, at the, at SCOTUS that they're just you can't vote for Republicans. They're they're so dangerous. I see that kind of insanity. And I have to hope and I think that the Biden administration and the Democrats know um, that the average American people um, aren't, aren't buying that nonsense. They're not buying it. They're not buying it because they can't afford to buy what might be actually on the shelves. And it's only going to get worse. We are flat in a recession. There is not going to be any light at the end of, end of the tunnel for a while, because even if we take over uh, the both houses of Congress, and I believe that we will, unless they cheat enough to steal it from us again. And you know, Andrew, um, another we thing won't too, have. We won't have blaming a... inflation on Russia, right? I keep reading reports that this Russian war is not ending anytime soon, right? And all it's doing, particularly with us waging this proxy war, is we're continuing to send billions of dollars over there to Ukraine, um, and the sanctions uh, on on Russia. Um, are hurting the American people. China has increased its, as well as us not drilling anymore and us not exporting oil anymore. Um, China is now, I think it's increased its purchase of, of oil and gas from Russia, I think increased it by 50%. So all we're doing is hurting the American, the economy economically with Ukraine, which is why I questioned from the beginning that why we needed to go there. I get, continue to be frustrated at those that claim to be conservatives in media that are continuing to push out that insanity, that stupidity, um, because it's just, it's meant to manipulate and it's meant to hurt us economically. Ukraine is, it, it has the same great reset mindset and, and the same goal economically as the far left Marxists here in this country. That is not a country we should be shedding a, a, a dime of currency for, let alone any blood of the American people. And the Joe Biden practically pushed Russia into there. And for the reasons that we're all feeling today, Economically, that's what it's about, and the American people, I think, I think, see it and know it. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be painful as we continue awareness. Yeah, people are aware, but the problem is, is it's going to be a long time because even if we take control of both houses of Congress, we're not going to have the, the White House for a while, for years. And the damage that can be done to us, I was joking, your four hundred one k, but you know what? I know people close to retirement that lost a, a lot, and it's bad and it's dire. And it was intentional.
All right, let's take a break. We come back. We've got some travel news to share with you guys in case you're thinking about uh, hitting hitting the road or hitting the airwaves. Um, speaking of Fourth of July expenses, let's talk a little travel, shall we? Don't go away. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are going to share with you an update of what's happening with travel and, and stuff going into Fourth of July. But Skins and I were talking during the break. Uh, we had played this clip at the last break about Joe Biden. He was mixing talk about inflation and Roe v. Wade and the filibuster. And um, what were you, what were you just sharing with me that you were? I'm just about? concerned because you see all this talk going around that now that you know the Supreme Court has made their decision, they're still going to try and push abortion rights through Congress. And of course, they're going to try and get rid of the filibuster to do that. And now mm-hmm. there's more attention on Mansion and Cinema again. But how can they pass it through Congress if the Supreme Court, Andrea, has already said it's the law of the land? Well, actually, what the Supreme Court did was they overturned Roe v. Wade, which was a decision by the Supreme Court that was not based in any legislation that had been done through Congress. So, and, you know, if you're an attorney out there, a historian, correct me if I'm wrong, but this woman, Norva McQuarrie, who, or Corey or whatever her name was, out of Texas, claims that she's gang raped by a bunch of black men, true story, which she admitted later wasn't true. Um, so then she gets some attorneys to represent her to get, for her to be able to get an abortion, and it makes its way up to the courts, and the Supreme Court crafts law at you know manufactures a right out of the constitution that didn't exist and they did that because that way they were able the left decided they wanted this and they were able to push it through through the supreme court which legislated from the bench there was never any legislation congress can legislate what then might happen if congress were to quote codify roe um and they were going to codify roe before and they might have even had the votes in senate you don't need uh to get a law passed in the Senate, you need 60 votes right. with the, that's the filibuster rule. You need 60 votes. Um, and they might have, because they tried after the draft was leaked, they tried, I think, to codify Roe to make that the law of the land since it had never been legislated through Congress. We're hearing about that. But what happened was they went too far instead of, and they it, had, they just kept it at Roe. They probably could have picked off enough Republicans like Susan Collins out of Maine and even Manchin and codified no row. But no, they went all the way to California's plan of AB, what is it, 2223, where for any reason, whatever you want, for as long as you want, uh, you know, baby's halfway out of the birth canal and you get to. And then then Republicans that might have gone along with codifying Roe were like, no, we're out. So Congress has the power to legislate. If they were to codify Roe or craft another, you know, um, piece of legislation that centralizes the right for abortion nationally, they could do that. It will then end up back in the courts. I would imagine somebody would file a lawsuit against it. If it, you know, um, at that point, I think what it might be, what it might be, um, and we need Tom DeBacaro on for this, but I think um, kind of like Obamacare. They passed Obamacare and then lawsuits ensued over Obamacare and it ended up at the Supreme Court. So of which John Roberts said initially, I can't hear this case because it's not ripe. It's supposed to be a tax and and I can't hear a case on taxes before tax 
starts affecting the American people. So, um, but then he changed his mind and said, okay, um, we'll consider it a tax so that we'll hear the case. But then he flipped in his ruling and said, it's not a tax, so it's okay. Something like that. So, so even though we got this win at the Supreme Court, it might very well just end up there all over again. Well, it depends because they can try it, but they know right now that they don't have the votes. And they know it's a dangerous thing to do to try to abolish the filibuster because if they're, if they're facing a red wave in November – and they get rid of the filibuster here. The filibuster is completely gone. And then the Republicans will just be able to pass whatever they want to pass. But I believe that I'm correct on the process that, you know, Congress can pass whatever they want. No, it's clear. It and then they're still and then they're still subject to lawsuits based upon whatever they pass. People can contest that because law gets contested. You know, if they're going to put something forth nationally, then states can file lawsuits against it. So anyway, all right, so let's get back to 4th of July. Um, In addition to inflation cost, we've also got, um, in in terms of um, food on your 4th of July, we all know that across the country, depending on where you're at, it's everywhere from $5 a gallon of gas to upwards of $10 a gallon of gas here in California in some places. And now come tomorrow. The gas sales tax part, the sales state sales tax part of the gas tax, because there's multiple components of taxes going on at the pump here in California that I think total upwards of like $1.29 a gallon. Some is from the sales tax side. Some is from their special 86 cents a gallon that was supposed to go to roadways, which didn't. Years ago, we had some part that affected our gas. So not only that was for the, that was for the train. The fact, uh, that we wanted to suspend the gas tax. No. Let's raise this thing. Where this California sales taxes is uh, increase is hitting tomorrow. It's three cents a gallon. So in their mind, um, you know, it, that's not much. But but if if you listen to what I was just saying, we we already have the sales tax portion of the reason why California gas at the pump is so much higher is all the different tax elements. One is the state tax portion, which is currently fifty one point one cents. Then we've got the eighty six cents a gallon. That I think was the um. Prop 6 gas tax that was increased. That was supposed to go for roads and bridges. We had another gas tax increase recent years ago that was supposed to go for the bullet train. Um, Have so, we switched to the summer blend yet? Um, I don't. I, I think so. I think we're already I there. So. so, I mean, you you can't afford six fifty nine a gallon. Um, you know, in some ways you could go, well, then you, you know, what's another three cents? You're already, you're already broke and you can't afford it. And that's part of the game plan to incrementally condition us to more and more and more and more and more. Let me tell you, unless something quick happens, I don't see us ever getting back down to $3 a gallon of gas. No, no way. Never going to happen. There Um, needs to be massive pushback on this. So air travel. So let's say that you booked flights or were planning, uh, thinking about flying. Well, if for July 4th weekend, I would imagine if you were going to fly, you already booked your flights. Um, there have been massive, just in the past, already in the past week, massive cancellation of flights. And um, this weekend, uh, we've already got major um, cancellations. We Passengers have, have been faced with, in the past days or so, 3,165 delays. 440 cancellations in the U.S. as of 1 p.m. today. Delta alone suffered 307 delays and 89 cancellations, ranking second among U.S. airlines in total cancellations and dis- and delays. Um, we've got Delta off-duty pilots picketing all across the country. Given all these delays, 
um, their issue is as um, f- during COVID, a couple of things happened during COVID that are that are creating an issue now. One of which is, um, well, they they got rid of a lot of staffing during COVID. They were able to do it in part. They did it because they had you know workers, airline workers that didn't want to get the jab, or we had uh, we had nobody flying for a year, so they didn't really you know they were flying empty planes everywhere. Um, so now people are ready back and fly and they don't have the staffing for it. And yet they're beating on these pilots to work more and more and more and more and more and more. And they're like, we can't do it. And it's like, you want to go, who wants to go up in a plane flown by a pilot that hadn't slept much in the past, you know, week or so. So they're picketing all over the place. I can't say I blame them. I can't say I blame them. Meanwhile, the price of gas is skyrocketing. Prices to fly are skyrocketing. So imagine that you've only got this long weekend. You finally cobbled some money together to go visit family. Maybe you didn't get to see much in the last couple of years of COVID. And now your flights are delayed or whatever. They're, they're offering, they're telling you to be patient if you go to the airport in terms of what you find. And this is not just Delta. But, well, before I tell you about cancellation policy, Uh, cancellation policies for these issues. Uh, Due to our lack of staffing, pilots are flying more and more, more than they're used to flying. It affects flight delays and cancellations because when pilots get rerouted and there's not extra pilots, it's more difficult to get the airline back on, on, on time. And then as the days progress and it gets later in the day, exponentially it gets worse. Um. They're basically saying that they're currently at 1% cancellation right now, um, but 1% is a big problem. If if it starts approaching 10%, it becomes uh, unimaginable. Right now, uh, demand is up 35 to 40% compared to last July when they have uh, no increased staffing compared to last July. And what, one of the things they're saying is, um, Delta, I don't know about other, other airlines, but they've offered to let uh, customers um, that are scheduled to travel between July 1 and July 3 to rebook their trip for any day before July 8 at no cost. So they're asking people to rebook uh, you know, their flights. But if your plan is to go and celebrate 4th of July, that doesn't exactly help the problem. So anyway, I wanted to give you guys a heads up of what's happening out there on this July 4th weekend eve. And this is the eve of our last segment here on tonight's show. And we've got some uh, we got some COVID news happening. Y'all thought COVID was done? Y'all thought the restrictions were done? No, in fact, uh, some some agents who work for the National Guard might be done with their jobs tonight, depending on COVID shot enforcements. So we'll share that with you when we come back from the break. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Most people don't realize this, Andrea, but there is a federal law against protesting or gathering in front of the justices' homes. So, anyway, I doubt if they'll enforce that, though. Well, thank you for calling. Um, we actually discussed that when that was happening. I don't know if there's still any kind of rallies or protesting outside of Kavanaugh's home, the Supreme Court. Thank you for calling in, though. 844-814-5227 is our 24-hour comment line. Feel free to call, call in and comment, especially if you want to tell us between tonight and tomorrow what you love so much about Fourth of July. And even if it's just that you love some good old potato salad 
or apple pie. I'm happy to hear that. You know what I'm not happy to hear about is the other ruling today from the Supreme Court. They nixed a religious challenge to the New York vaccine mandate that was um, uh, that there was a group of healthcare people who uh, uh, asked for um, their religious freedoms to be protected. And um, the New York's Department of Health last August ordered healthcare professionals um, to get the shot to be vaccinated. And many of them, healthcare workers that included doctors, nurses, et cetera, uh, therapists, uh, many, many, if not most of them who were Catholic, um, sued to have their religious beliefs protected. It was, um, I believe, um, according to this article, over 37,000 New York healthcare workers either resigned retired or were fired uh, for being unvaccinated, some of which filed a lawsuit and asked that their religious, uh, you know, freedoms um, be preserved here. And they were denied. Um, Conservative justices, of course, Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito and Neil Gorsuch uh, dissented from the decision to deny the appeal, which means that Kavanaugh and ACB uh, chimed in to deny the uh, the these people their religious protection. It is, although ACB, we said that you know she's Catholic from Notre Dame. I'm feeling like that there's just that thing inside of her that has to prove so much that she doesn't let her Catholicism sway her. That she you know allows her Catholicism that to sway her, and and that's why she's not good when anything related to religious protections. Um. I tell you who who I am pleased with tonight is Marsha Blackburn. She's trying to save the nearly 40,000 National Guardsmen that are 40,000 40, that are yet to be vaccinated because they don't want to be vaccinated. Uh, and given the fact that Fauci, what, what was it? How, how many times has he gotten the shot now? He got the shot twice, boosted twice. It, it, 49 times now at this point, and he's gotten COVID four times. Why in the world would these, we don't, there, we have no crisis going on in this country with COVID. The shots don't work. They don't stop anybody from getting it or giving it. And this nonsense that it would have been worse, but for the shot is insanity going on. We now know we have evidence from these Pfizer documents, thanks to, to Naomi Wolf, that the they were never properly vetted. We were all human guinea pigs. People are dying. We've now got this sudden adult uh, death syndrome going on. And yet you still want to, to jab 40,000 National Guardsmen who don't want to get the shots. This is insane. And it just goes to show that they are not done with their plan to control your minds, your bodies, and our futures, and to weaken us in every different way, including medically and physically. She's passing. She's trying to get legislation through. Um, the deadline is tonight. However, um, uh, there are, according to Lieutenant General John Jensen, Director of the Army National Guard, he said that we're going to give every soldier every opportunity to get vaccinated and continue the military, their military career. He says every soldier that is pending an exemption, we will continue to support them through the process. So Marsha Blackburn is saying we're going to we're not giving up on anybody until the separation paperwork is signed and completed. There's still time. Um, so um, good for her. Yeah. We need to be supporting these people. These are the people that fight for our freedoms, and yet they don't have any freedom. And I'm aware because I'm the daughter of two Marines and lived on bases and dealt with this. I, I, I understand the culture. But just because you can doesn't, it doesn't mean you should. Just because under military culture and military code of conduct and all that means you might feel like you've got the right 
to just exercise the chain of command and make somebody do something doesn't mean you should. Why in the world are you trying to force the most healthy of American citizens into getting jabbed with something that is experimental and is on is documented to be killing people? And I heard the argument, well, you know, they get inoculated for everything else. Yeah, with proven vaccines, this is not the same thing. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And this is a case of being why you should not. We have proof of why you should not in this country. I had a doctor ask me today, oh, are you all up? New doctor. Oh, you all up on your shots? I'm like, what shots? Uh, the COVID vaccine. I'm like, no, I ain't get that shot. He looked at me like, well, uh, um, and I can't remember his next question, but he's like, asked me whether or not I've had COVID. Well, like, I can't remember his question. It was like, well, so you're worried about getting COVID? I'm like, I already had COVID and it wouldn't stop me from getting it if I did. Next question. Move on. Oh, okay. And then he gives me, then, then he gives me a little advice on what to do if I get acid reflux and I still want to eat my spicy foods. He says, put a teaspoon of vanilla in like your hot sauce. Or if, if you're, if there's like a particular food that like might bother your yeah. stomach, because sometimes that's how it is for people. I'm kind of, I'm known for my rock hard stomach. Uh, but anyway, that's the tip for the day. Teaspoon of vanilla. Well, the White House is spending $3.2 billion on new COVID vaccines. This was, this was always about an exploitation of a virus to have complete control over your life. These, and these are the same people that are yammering about Roe v. Wade and body autonomy. You don't have body autonomy. They don't want you to have it. They want you. This is, this is not only do they want control over your body, but remember, these, the, the plan for these vaccine passports isn't over either. Because ultimately, they needed you to all be willing to submit to all these COVID protocols. And the way that they would be enforcing it and checking up on it is through your digital profile, right? This is a way to get you to be a part of the technocracy to where your everything about your life is, is, is controlled digitally, right? So that, that play is still is still in play. Might have been delayed, might have been pushed around in a different avenue, but they still plan on doing it. Right. Um we got speaking of COVID, we got we've got to say farewell to a hero tonight, Dr. Zelenko out of New York. Um he was the first doctor to put together protocols that, that began to save lives in the middle of this crisis because it, because nobody was doing anything to actually stop the deaths of patients because waiting until you're so sick to where you can't breathe and then putting them in a hospital, putting them on a ventilator was killing people. He's the one that came up with the multi-drug pack of hydroxychloroquine, um Z-pack and I can't remember what the other one was. Ended up saving millions of lives. Um, true hero, true pioneer for freedom and for a medical autonomy, passed away due to cancer today. And so, um, Dr. Zelenko, rest in peace. God bless you. Thank you so much for truly saving millions of lives. It wasn't the shots that saved millions of lives. It wasn't Fauci. It was Dr. Zelenko, among other brave doctors. And we thank him for that. Another nominee for Hero of the Week. We'll see you guys tomorrow night on our Friday Funday show. Peace out. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.